Yes, boss. My name is Laird. I'm Rafi. And this is What We Dig, the podcast that talks about food, Toronto pop culture, and just good stuff, stuff out there. Yeah, just just goodness. Yeah. Just just what we, uh, we enjoy. However, on that note, I'm going to switch a gear a little bit with something I'm not too happy with right now. Oh, wow. And I would say, right, going yeah, right in. No, I'm, I'm not wasting any time. I'm getting yeah. right into this. Getting okay, right so <clears throat> basically, I'm questioning why... Dairy Queen. And first, before I even jump into this, mm-hmm. Dairy Queen. What are your feelings on Dairy Queen? Hate it. You hate uh, Dairy Queen? Yeah, I'm a Baskin Robbins guy. A BR guy. Yeah. Oh, you're about the yeah. 31 flavors. Yeah, well, I'm all about that. Yeah. Uh, it was my nephew's birthday the other day, uh, and I went in uh, to a Dairy Queen for an ice cream cake. This Dairy Queen didn't have ice cream cake. What? What Dairy Queen doesn't have an ice cream yeah. cake? That's just wrong. And then I decided, okay, you know, I'm just going to go to the next best place. I was thinking about going to Cold Stones, which is a Tim Hortons place, but instead, uh, thanks to Google Maps, I saw uh, Baskin Robbins. <laughs> went in, <laughs> fantastic, and they have the right sizes too. I didn't need a big, ad- I didn't need a jumbo <laughs> ice cream cake. I just need a just, small ice cream cake. Just a reasonable ice cream dinner. cake, yeah, just just for dessert. Yeah, one serving. You know, so didn't, didn't need it for more yet, because that's the thing, you're right, they, they often only have the option of the giant, giant slats. Slats of, which uh, yeah. you spend 30, 40 bucks, and, and then they're super to, expensive, yeah. And you throw it out, it's... Yeah, yeah. well, no, you can keep it in the freezer, I mean, that's the I joy of an but, ice cream you know, cake. It takes up so much space, you, you want to put meats in there. And I find that that ice cream cake lasts weeks, it's like if you decide to keep it, so, so my wife is a huge fan of the ice cream cake. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I feel a little guilty, because this year I didn't get her an ice cream cake yeah. for her birthday, yeah. so yeah. I might have to surprise her, but then I cream cake but when I've gotten it I've had years I've had to make that move that you just described where I buy the giant slat and it goes inside and uh, it lasts in there for a while and then by the time you decide to kind of indulge A week or two or a couple weeks later, it has that freezer burnt taste, yeah. and it's just it's, it's just not the, the same. Ice and cream and cake. when you live in a condo, you have limited space. Space is everything. Space is yeah. the enemy <laughs> in the condo. So if you are downtown city Toronto condo, yeah, uh, you you require French yeah. space big time. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So no Costco runs. No. Uh, for for the condo you life. Know what? That's that. That's why I went to Baskin Robbins. Had this beautiful mocha nut. Ice cream cake, which I, mm, it was so good. It was, it was amazing. It was Just amazing. Wait. Never, I don't fuck with it. Okay, <laughs> to bleep that out. Watch your profanity. Yeah. Yes, yes, you don't mess with. Uh, I don't mess with. Uh, it's very personal. <laughs> I don't mess with Dairy Queen. Well, that's a lay. Okay, so I, I like both. Uh, I like Dairy Queen and I like Baskin Robbins. Uh, well, I mean, you can say it's Canadian, but I, I, I just say that there's been nostalgic, a nostalgic relationship with both. And I also like the small mom and pop ice cream shops that you can store. Score. There's a great uh, gelato place that mm-hmm. I, I spent some time growing up as well. That was mm-hmm. that was really busy. So you're I, a very, very, very sentimental guy. I, I, I am. Yeah. It, it yeah, plays a big it's going. Oh my God. It, is, says it is. I like progress a lot. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I like new technology. Yeah. I like new things. But there are some things that embed themselves yeah. into your your heart and soul that yeah. will stay there for. Ever, whether it's a particular type of candy. For uh, an example, I'll give you just a small tangent here is Quality Street. I actually hate Quality Street candies, yeah, yeah. but I love the Quality Street boxes. Yeah. And it's because that's what my grandmother always had. She you had know, Quality what, Street. Now. You know what the future is for me? It's uh, when Jorgen Fruz and all these guys come up with a, 
uh, frozen yogurt cake. Yeah, that's what I'm going to jump on. On that. Yeah. How, how come? <laughs> how is that not a thing? I'm how is there no? I think it's just consistency. But anyway. Yeah, it might like fall apart. or may, yeah. may not stay together. Maybe yeah. But did you can make a moose out of it? Yeah. There's a lot you can. Do. I think there's something there. Yeah. So be careful how much you talk about yeah, it on here. Yeah, right, right. You might. Uh, if you I, see. I think a, I just gave it away. If you see a froyo cake. Froyo cake. <laughs> Yo. Froyo cake. It's a moose. Froyo moose. Uh, Froyo moose. Yeah, Froyo moose. That's the name of this. It's almost like free your moose. Froyo moose. Um, so yeah, that's uh, Froyo cake. I didn't have to think about that one. To get one of my cousins, who's uh, a great cook, to, to to give that a shot. Anyways, I was. This all started with me asking if you like if you like Dairy Queen or what your feelings were on Dairy Queen. Me personally, I really enjoy Dairy Queen because they were the originator of the Blizzard. McDonald's ripped off the Blizzard. Okay, they, they made the McFlurry, which is the same thing as a Blizzard. They took the staple Blizzard, which is Oreo, and made it McDonald's. So anyways, you can see, obviously, Dairy Queen was on onto something with the Blizzard. So the Blizzard is a trademark product of them. And what I wanted to talk about, what's that? What was that? McDonald's milkshake is just better. <laughs> it's just better. It's just way better. <laughs> McDonald's milkshake? Way better. Uh, McFlurry? Right. Amazing. You would you would say you would choose McFlurry over DQ. Hundred percent. Any day. <laughs> Any day. We With are Oreo, Oreo McFlurry. We are we are not on the same the yeah. same page. Yeah, I'd say they're both excellent. There's they're both See, excellent. Here we go with the with the with the with the with the hey, everybody's awesome. No. <laughs> You, you need to choose a side. You need to, you we are drawing a line, line in the sand right now. You gotta be real. DQ or keep or, it, keep it hundred percent. But recognize that DQ originated the yeah. Blizzard and McDonald's. The Wright brothers them. started flying. You don't hear me going, "Hey, yo, the, Bo Wright, yo, the Wright brothers are the, the best, best, best than Boeing, brothers, Boeing, you know, <laughs> Airbus." They don't know what they're doing. Jeez. Okay. So. <laughs> Point is, DQ, originator, still great, still good. Rafi doesn't agree, but that's fine. But this is my pet beef, and this is my beef with DQ. And that's what happened. And to me, this may be a part of a longer journey that I bring to another podcast uh, episode. But why don't they offer Reese's Pieces? It's because DQ doesn't have sway. So when, when <laughs> they go, go to like Nestle or whoever makes Reese's Pieces and go, hey, listen, you want to put this in our store? They go like, no. You're, you're, you know what? We tried your ice cream. Yeah, it's not the... They start shaking yeah, their head. Yeah, no. And how many locations you got? How many locations Tim's yeah. got? Oh, you know, we go, We're going to go with Tim's. Tim's. But they have Reese's Buttercup uh, uh, blizzards. Yeah, they probably get it from Costco. Is <laughs> a... Ravi's a big DQ hater here. Yeah. It's uh, you know that's that's cool, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> because it is weird that they have the buttercup, but not the pieces. Yeah, and the pieces to me. Yeah. That's where is that? Some sounds like someone in corporate level is not doing hundred percent of the job. They get they get halfway and go like, you know, we've accomplished a lot today. Let's go home. Let's go let's get go, an ice let's cream. Go get, let's let's go eat an ice cream cake. Let's go to eat, 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 you know, let's, let's go, go get some a, soft serve. Yeah, let's get some soft serve. This that's is all not, this is stressing not, me out yeah, too much. Yeah, this is not, that's all good corporate culture. <laughs> so you're you're saying okay, so Rafi's hypothesis is and I'm going to do a deeper dive. In a, in a future episode, I will return to this to this topic. After some research? Yes, yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of research to oh, find you it. Oh, you should structure it like uh, that murder you know, murder mystery. Yes, yes. <laughs> so today, DQs are everywhere in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and people may think that they are dangerous. I don't. I love the Reese's Pieces. And I'm going to find out where they went. 
<laughs> Bam. They've been missing. Reese's Pieces have been missing since 1995. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't been seen. The last sighting was a child dumping a box of Reese's Pieces into their ice cream at a Dairy Queen <laughs> in frustration. We will solve this mystery uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> on the next podcast. So it's uh, yes, that is something that I want to do. I want to do a bit of a deep dive into into why mm-hmm. there is no Reese's Pieces. There should be. Uh, I don't know if other people feel that way. I, I looked on the internet a little bit, and there are people who are similarly as bad and had to do the makeshift thing. Mm-hmm. A couple of hypotheses that I've seen so far, and we'll see what is a legit one, is breaking of teeth. Breaking of teeth. Mm-hmm. So um, nerds and Reese's Pieces are speculated to not be offered because kids may have more fragile teeth, and mm-hmm. if they have something that's that hard and that's crunchy, yeah. that it may impact their teeth. However, mm-hmm. what debunked that theory to me was they offer M&M's. And I'm sorry, but I, I don't want anything to do with M&M's. M&M's yeah. are okay. Like, they're, good, they're good candy on their own, but if I had a choice between Reese's Pieces and mm-hmm. M&M's, I would be using that corporate sway yeah. to, get, uh, to get Reese's Pieces. If, if a child chips a tooth, having some Reese's Pieces from whatever place, I look at the parents and go, give the child some milk. <laughs> Get some calcium in that. They may have a calcium (laughs) deficiency. Um, You know, we took a look at your suing, uh, your trial, your subpoena here for for taking Dairy Queen to court for breaking your child's tooth. And uh, you might want to look into a calcium deficiency. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) That's that's child abuse from a parent's part. What kind of parent? And that's not cool. You know, that's, that's <laughs> somebody needs to take accountability for that. And I'll exactly. tell you, it's not Dairy Queen. That's not Dairy Queen. <laughs> See, I hate, I hate, you know my position in Dairy Queen, but come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. This reasonably, <laughs> being reasonable is being reasonable. Yeah. And that is just unreasonable. So <clears throat> we will, I will return to the mystery of the Reese's Pieces at Dairy Queen. I will return to that in the future, but uh, I just want to, if you have any thoughts, feel free to reach out to us us at what we take on social media, uh, what your feelings are, and if you want to bring the Reese back, if you you feel like Rafi and are not a uh, a fan of uh, of Dairy Queen at all, Mm -hmm. you know, you let us know. So someone reached out to you on uh, social media? No, uh, well, yeah, somebody did. So yeah, somebody reached out to me. Yeah. On the IG, on yeah. the Instagram. Speaking of someone reaching out to you. Yes. <laughs> or reaching out to us about stuff. Exactly. Someone, I, I didn't see this, so. No, it's, uh, speak on it. it's been, it's been a little bit, uh, but I, I got a little bit emotional, I'll be honest. Okay. It was, uh, it was a little bit strange. Heated? So, it was a little bit heated. What yeah, happened? yeah. Uh, I, I was on uh, Instagram, and what I've been, I've been getting a lot more involved in, just enjoying what other people's pictures of food are that relate mm-hmm. to Toronto. And I have, um, and I'm sorry, this this podcast is starting out with two pretty big pet peeves. One being Reese's Pieces. The second one is people posting things into Instagram with a hashtag that does not apply to their city. Yeah. So an example, if I'm looking for just good food in Toronto, you can search the hashtag on Twitter. Foods or something. Exactly. Yeah. So if I look up Toronto food. What'll happen is I'll get to see a bunch of great food, and occasionally I'll see something that's like, oh my goodness, that looks amazing, how do I get to it? And then I look at its location and map, and it's in BC, or it's in some other random place, yet they threw the hashtag yeah. Toronto food on it, which yeah. to me is 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 dishonest. Very dishonest. Right? It's trying to get clickbait. It totally is clickbait, yeah. right? Yeah. So and uh, so what and, happened? And somebody on Twitter, I noticed, was complaining about the same thing. But anyway, so what happened was I, I reached out to them, and I was like... <laughs> It's so like you proactively. I proactively reach out. Okay. Because what I'll do is, is if I see a, a really good picture or if mm-hmm. I see something that there's good food, I'll ask them what their thoughts are or, or if they made it or, or how they find it. Exactly. Kind of what, what went into it, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Where it is, how, how can I get my hands on it? 
And this is one that I called out the person. I was like, listen, this looks amazing. It was like a, a hot pot. Yeah. This looks amazing. But I, you, you used the Toronto thing, and it's not Toronto. Do you guys have a franchise? I'm not. Uh, no. And I'm not. Actually, they said, yeah, there may be a couple there. But uh, there may be a couple in Toronto. But I said I wasn't mad. I was, I was disappointed that I couldn't actually enjoy this food. Yeah. And then, I, I, I'll be honest, I instigated a little bit after then, a mm -hmm. little spitefully. I said... Uh, you know, it's not even that good. Yeah, well, I said, you know, Toronto's got better food anyway, so I'm not really that... Uh, I'm not that mad. Exactly. Okay. I'll just go enjoy one of the amazing, one of the many amazing places in our... Yeah. So this is something that we, you and I preach about regularly in that it's an underrated city that we mm. believe that Toronto does not receive the respect it deserves yep. for food culture, yep. and it really should uh, get that. Mm. But a lot of us are apprehensive to say that it's the best city, whether it's the best city in Canada... Mm. I think it would be reaching, <clears throat> excuse me, with places like New York and, mm -hmm. you know, France and other other places. It'd be reaching mm -hmm. to say that it's the best city in the world. But yeah. it, it, I would agree that, or I would be as bold to say mm -hmm. that it should be part of that conversation. Well, right? you know, you know, when you say best, that means there's a competition with other cities. Uh, in Canada, there is only one city. This is Toronto. <laughs> so and then there's nothing. There's, there's nothing. There are there are tumbleweeds in there. wind. And flat land in between, <laughs> and so, and then the U.S. So it's just, just <laughs> and an ocean. I I don't know. It's just if there's no competition, it's just one one well, ranking. Well, okay, without being facetious, I. I it's unfortunate because I really do agree in a way what what you said. But I've been enough around Canada enough that there's many beautiful places here uh, and many great places. Yeah, there's beautiful places. Banff is very beautiful. It's not a city. Yeah, it's <laughs> it might be beautiful. It's it's but it's not a city. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, again a bold statement. We're loaded with bold statements. Yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> so I'm still laughing. <laughs> There's nothing good. How Toronto is that? Everybody like hates on us yeah. for that mentality. And Rafi just reaffirmed that. Yeah. Like, what else is even out there? There's, there's yeah. one universe, yeah. and that's it. You know, um, God created Toronto, and <laughs> that's it. And then just some Rocky Mountains and flat land. <laughs> exactly. You have uh, maritimes for some lobster. Exactly. There's, there's, I can catch food out yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, their whole point was, uh, and actually when I when I instigated this, because again I was a little bit salty on them uh, having uh, or having this bunch this of liars. First exactly, of all. exactly. Uh, so my my next thing was, you know, it was better, and then that incited a little bit of negativity from them, and and, yeah. and then they said, you know, don't be so disappointed. You you can go enjoy, and then they made fun of one of the last places that we visited, uh, um, which was which was a hot dog place, which we'll talk about. Uh, but we they made fun of like, you know, why don't you go eat at a hot dog or whatever? I was, yeah. I was, I was like, well, they watched so, the episode. That's great. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know if they they definitely looked at our, our yeah. Instagram page, yeah. but. So they they came back with this, and we had a bit of a back and forth. And I, I did the regular Canadian thing where I smoothed things out after a while, and almost like I agree to disagree. And yeah. then somebody else who I think was connected with this person stepped in, and I, I ended up getting like double teamed. Yeah. Stepped in and was like, and they were they were like, <laughs> I, I know that this is not what their cultural background was, but I'm going to speak in a different way of how they wrote. Check yourself, brother. Toronto might have great things, but Vancouver has great things too. So you need to check your attitude, right? Uh, and so I, was, I, my response to them was, you know, what's wrong with me saying? Because mm -hmm. they, they were questioning why I was doing. You can't make an oversweeping statement. Was oh, yeah. one of the key things. Oh, yeah. that you can't make an oversweeping statement that it's the best in in Canada or, mm -hmm. or whatever. But no, this is what I would challenge, and this is what I feel like mm -hmm. I want our country to do a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I love our country. I love our humility. Mm -hmm. I love how polite. I love our acceptance. Yeah. But 
I feel like we also should spend some time in be boasting about things yeah. in self-promotion. See, 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 I don't. You and I will never say, "Hey, we have the biggest mountains here." No, no. it's you physically have no mountains. It's impossible to say, to say that. that. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yes, and it's one of those things you can say that food out there is great. Yes. No, it's not. Food out here is great. <laughs> Just it's just one it's just realities. Well, <laughs> you can't. You need to come back to reality, well, bro. Just just look at it for at twenty minutes, yes. twenty to thirty minutes. You can get whatever cuisine you want. Yes, you, I can go around the world. And by the way, it's not just one location that has Sri Lankan food. Yes, it's you have options. a plethora of yes. options. Yes, that you can go. Okay, you know what? I know this place is great. Exactly. This uh, this place is. Uh, is is you know Sri Lankan? This is a good Sri Lankan. This is a bad Sri Lankan, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or this is the best that the city yeah. has, or this this is the top tier. This yeah. and this. But the point is, you have options. So in fairness to them, because yes, I am still Canadian. Mm -hmm. In fairness to them, they were saying that the way it should be positioned is not as over sweeping. That you mm -hmm. know Vancouver does some great things mm -hmm. and Toronto does some great things, yeah. and I didn't disagree with that statement. But I would say overall. Having the options, having what we have, it's a better city for food. I mean, those guys are—they're in a different mindset, though. They're trying to make rent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're trying to—they're trying to—they're trying to make rent. Like, the cost of living is so expensive. They're trying to make rent. They're trying to, you know, bike from one place to another. It takes forever. You know, their their minds are in different places. I don't blame them. I don't get it. <laughs> You, so you feel like they need this as an outlet? Yeah. This is I, they need to feel good about something, yeah, so yeah. they have to they have to hold up, on to, yeah. to one piece. It's okay though. There. It's okay. We understand. Yeah. We understand you, West Coast. That's funny. So yeah. so I would say that again. I think it's fair for it, for them to say that there are particular things that are great about the West Coast, and and I, and I love the West Coast food. The West Coast has great food. They had popularized the Japa dogs quite a while ago. Um, they have great sushi, great seafood, fresh stuff like that. But again, I would still stand by our city. And one of their points was, is by the logic that we were just just stating, what they were questioning was, was if if just the access to a variety of types of food make a city the best food, then technically Toronto is better than Tokyo mm -hmm. and better than some other world class cities because they don't have the same Sorry, level. Sorry, so say that I didn't understand that argument. So their other argument is, if so, I imagine I'm standing on a mountain right now saying mm -hmm. Toronto has the best food in the world and I didn't say that for the record yeah I said Toronto has the best food in Canada should be but, recognized globally and I think it should be recognized globally, globally as yeah. well right but if I'm at the top of the mountain even if I decided to be as bold as I'm at the top of the mountain and say Toronto has the best food because of its variety yeah. because of the amount of options like we were saying you can yeah. get places within 20 minutes yeah. their argument against that because they were saying that we had a very narrow or I had a very narrow perspective yeah. uh, was that based off of that logic uh, you know of all the variety of places Tokyo does not have the same variety of places and would we say that Tokyo is a, uh, a lesser city for food than Toronto is? Yeah, that's a lame argument. Well, what, well why do you think it's lame? Because it just doesn't make sense. We're talking about Toronto and your argument was initially, their argument, yes. was that you know you shouldn't compare Toronto and Vancouver. Why are you bringing Tokyo into this? Yeah. Let's keep it Canadian. Let's keep it. Let's keep it real. You're trying to make your little town and village into something that's not. Don't put it in the same conversation as a global city like Toronto, and then bring in another uh, global city like Tokyo. We all love Tokyo, yes. and you know we just saying that best in Canada. Yes. Only in Canada. Yes. Should be recognized globally. I agree. Done.
And and the thing is, is that I also uh, I also believe that they have the freedom to tell us that they don't agree that Toronto is the best city. I think that's oh great, yeah for sure. Right? So if they don't agree with it, that's fine. If they've yeah. had a different experience, but in our opinion and in yeah. our experience, yeah. this is our feeling, and we should yeah. have the freedom to say that. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to keep the energy. You know, you got to recognize that uh, you are also stealing a hashtag. <laughs> From, from from the best city, city, city for food, food, and then trying to apply it to your thing and That's right. to, to get clicks. It's okay. We yeah. get you. Yeah. We get <laughs> you. As you're biking to ho go home or go to school, and you're fighting off grizzly bears, it's the rough. Life's rough out there. We get it. You need to hold on to better things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. So um, so anyways, I think I think that was a kind of an interesting discussion that was there. But I, one thing I wanted to ask before we moved on topics is. Uh, Rafi's extremely traveled. He's, he's, he, he was lucky enough, and, and, and it's, I guess in, in some ways life took him to various places when he was a child, but he was lucky enough to be able to travel uh, all throughout the world and experience food and experience everything. So, you know, given that they threw out the whole argument of Tokyo and, and other stuff like that, um, you know, what, what would be the cities that you'd say would rival Toronto's? For food? Yeah. Uh, I think, okay, but well... Uh, I think New York yes, is yeah, yeah. hands down. Yeah, I, 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 I not would, even. I, I would be bold enough to say yeah. that it's probably better than us. Like, yeah. I, oh no, not even bold. It's just accept again, accept reality, <laughs> friends. That's what we do here. We are honest with each yes. other. Yes, um, that doesn't mean that, that yeah. Toronto shouldn't be in the global food discussion. But yes, I would no. say New York. New York, like, yeah. It's not. Oh my god. Like not not even twenty four hour subway, just just that alone. <laughs> Wait, subway sandwiches? No, no, no. Subway as oh, in oh, twenty four hour public transit allows you to do any point. Yeah, you know, you want anything. It's New York is. But that's a city as a whole. I'm more talking about food. No, but you're talking about it, but about where to find the best food. Yes, yes, yeah, that's so right. New yeah. York. Yeah. Um, but the subway is not food. The subway is no, trips. but the subway allows you to get. Oh, places. to get food anywhere. So remember, if if people in Vancouver are on bikes, taking an hour to get from point A to point B, you're not really enjoying the food, <laughs> right? You're, you're probably too exhausted. You're way too exhausted by the, by the time you're. Yeah, and you need to eat, eat again. So it's <laughs> your entire world is different. Where <laughs> take some home so you yeah, can eat when you get home. Exactly. Um, so New York, yeah, New, New York, York is there, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh, in if you take. If you take all the cities combined, yes, Asia is a really good place to be. Yes, because the food's cheap, the food's great, yeah. the food's uh, available, whatever. Yeah, but but one place in the world where you can get whatever you want for a reasonable price, mm -hmm. New York. Oh, okay, gotcha. And is like I've been to New York as well, and I really I agree with that statement. Yeah. But would you say that they they have the same level of variety? Because that's the only hundred percent. No, not even. They, they, really, like no. you could find Polish, you can find like Russian, New York, yeah, yeah, anything. Okay, anything in the world. I think it's just I haven't seeked it out when yeah. I was there. Yeah. I just you, I, saw, you probably saw if you sought it out in in a way that if you were there for a lot longer, yeah, a couple of weeks, yeah. you know, you're thinking, yeah, you know, I'm really. Thinking crickets, I want some crickets. Yes, yeah, yeah. You, you can find crickets. You can probably get crickets. <laughs> no, but, and, and, and then, hey, man, respect where respect is due. Yes. New York, yeah. what, almost 30 million people? Yes, yeah, yeah. They have yeah. everything. I just wasn't sure if they had the same level of diversity. I haven't, I haven't read the numbers on Because uh, when I was there, I, did, I, did, I felt like it was um, very busy and it was a very yeah. populated, yeah. but I didn't see the same variety in cultures that I feel like I see in, in Toronto. Uh, That's because they're, they're so big. Mm -hmm. It's it's split up into boroughs, right? Yeah, you know yeah. This. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, it's you, regional, yeah. So if, 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 if you're talking Toronto, if you're talking GTA, yeah. They're different areas, right? Yes, and, yes. And when you're talking New York, and you're talking about the New York. But if I want to come downtown, I still see everybody. 
like if I'm in downtown Toronto, I mean, Manhattan, I still you can see get it. whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I think it's just a, like yeah, we're saying, I just have yeah, to seek it out, out. I have to yeah. find it because yeah. um, I'm sure it's there. So okay, that, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, LA, I heard is not as good. LA is good, but not as good. good. But again, it's not the same variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so New York is the only one. That you would put? Would you say Chicago? Because I think you, you went to Chicago a little bit. Yeah, but, but again, New York. Just, just, just the amount of things you can get, the value, the quality. Yeah, yeah it's York. there. Yeah. Now, now, does Chicago do certain things well? Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. when you're talking about a global food city, yes, New York. Okay. Now, something that comes close, yeah, is London. Yes, but London is super expensive. Oh, okay, yeah. When I was compared, there, I had the same experience compared to to New York. Yeah, way too expensive. And I think that's kind of interesting that London actually embraces so much variety of food that they, they're. I mean, I don't want to get into too much into politics yeah. here, but they they have had a history of, uh, especially you know with Brexit and stuff yeah. like that, of just not really wanting to cooperate or yeah. Yeah. Uh, or embrace yeah. um, other states that are around yeah. them yeah. for whatever reason. But. But food, they're they are yeah, super you, supportive, which have, I think yeah, is great. Well, when you have that many people, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, everyone's like different cuisines, so you just you know you just do it up. So yeah. so London, and so if you were to have a, a hierarchy, and this is this is probably where I'll, I'll wrap it up before we move on to the next thing. But if you were to have a hierarchy, mm -hmm. so you'd have New York at the top. Yeah. Would you have London or Toronto at number two? I, I don't think Toronto. Toronto's would, not in that conversation. No, no not yet. Okay. Not in the top. So would you say Toronto's top five? Uh, We're, again, I think we'd have to look at the lens of global food. Global fusion, yes. whatever you want, food, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, we'll see. Maybe top five. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. But in terms of Canada? Yeah. There's only one city. <laughs> so there you go. See, that? I think that was a fair, yeah. what Rafi said and what Rafi's expressed is absolutely yeah. fair. I would not disagree with that. Uh, and, you know, and even if I did, Rafi is entitled to having that opinion. Yeah. And that's his experience. But it's wrong. Um, but, uh, but no, I think you, ha you, you showed a great mm -hmm. dichotomy there of comparing Toronto to a global city yeah. versus comparing Toronto to the rest of Canada. And yeah. you would say that Toronto's number one in Canada. Yeah. Uh, and then globally, you know, there's a, a lot of other great there's cities. There's room to grow. Exactly. Um, which, you know, which I think is very, very healthy for us as well. Mm -hmm. You have a gentleman that you want to talk about. I do, I do, yeah. So I have no idea who this guy is. And, and it's a shame, but uh, I also would say I'm going to preempt this with, I'm finding I'm, I'm talking about a lot of stuff that would be considered a little bit of adult contemporary yeah, uh, based off what we were talking about. Yeah. But, uh, we'll, the guy, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll start talking about Takashi next time. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 br we'll bring in some like good modern and, yeah. you know, hip hop and trap for, for next week. But this week, I want to keep it buttery. I want to keep it smooth. Yeah. I want to keep it buble. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the person I want to talk about is a guy named Tom Mish. And Tom Mish is a, a producer, writer, singer, songwriter from London. Uh, and London, not Ontario, London, England. And he is a multi-instrument player, musician, uh, very, very smooth voice, kind of sounds like Michael Buble when he sings. I hate to compare him to that, but I mean, this is a fair comparison. And he has been around for quite a while. I actually discovered him probably about four or five years ago uh, when he did a collab, and I was very, very impressed with his collaboration. And he, the type of music he plays is almost like D'Angelo, like that smooth R&B, jazz-infused type buttery stuff, the type of thing that you kind of want to be listening to when you're in a lounge, uh -huh. right? just a smooth lounge, maybe you have one of those uh, uh, tweed caps mm -hmm. on your head. Mm -hmm. 
that's the type of stuff that he plays. But more recently, he blew me away because there was this YouTube series that's called Against the Clock, um, and I forgot which channel it's, it's attached to. It might be Vox. It might be uh, it's it's one of the music ones. It might be Pitchfork. But the Against the Clock basically puts musicians and people in a ten minute scenario mm -hmm. where they have to make a song or a beat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they put Tom Mish on the clock and he made one of the tastiest beats that I've heard for a long time okay. in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I already knew he was great, yeah. but then after having seen that, because what he, he started out with was drums that he played on a, on a synth, mm -hmm. and then he, he threw in other synth pieces. He picked up a violin and played a violin piece over it. Mm -hmm. He's a very accomplished guitar player. He mm -hmm. threw that on top of it, had bass, put it all together, and it was just really good. So he makes, again, this kind of buttery R&B, jazz-infused type I, of feel. I, I gotta check that out. It's very, it's very good. Like, if you want to just hang out after a day of work, mm -hmm. Uh, if you just want to ease off into mm -hmm. it, it's kind of one of those things. Mm -hmm. And his album is a, a very, very positive, kind of positive feel, positive music. It's uplifting. It's yeah. it's inspirational. I wouldn't say it's upbeat, yeah. but it's definitely a feel-good type album. Yeah. The album's called Geography. Yeah. It actually just was released and was highly anticipated because he was putting out a bunch of EPs. He hadn't mm -hmm. really put out an uh, official album yeah. um, until recently. And this was the album, and he has um, one of my favorites, Gold Link, so he yeah. has a hip-hop artist kind of throw in the, thrown in there. He has a couple of other vocalists that are thrown in there, but ultimately it's him, mm -hmm. uh, and a couple of the tracks that he'd been gradually putting out over the last couple of years, <coughs> but then a bunch of new ones. Okay. And again, if you're a fan of like Stevie Wonder, if yeah. you're a fan of D'Angelo, if you're a fan of that kind of classic sounding R&B, mm -hmm. that is what his album is. Okay. <laughs> super talented, super great, uh, and I can't wait till he comes to Toronto because I, I think live he would be also incredible. Yeah. He'd be yeah. the type to pick up multiple instruments. I would compare him to Jack Garrett, who I think yeah. he listens to. And actually, I think he went to. Yeah, we went yeah, to. Yeah, 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 we went yeah. to. So, so Jack Garrett, I would say, is similar to Tom Mish, but Jack Garrett's a little more raw. Yeah. Imagine you polished. Jack Garrett, and, and that's what makes Jack Garrett great, is raw emotion, yeah. that raw feeling, raw guitar playing, raw multi-instrument player as well. But Tom Mish is almost like just a little bit of a smoother, yeah. a little bit more, throw a little bit of butter on top of that, yeah. shine it up and polish yeah. it, and that's that's kind of Tom Mish. Yeah. So, highly recommend them. Here's a little bit of sample of Tom Mish. Hope you enjoy, maybe grab a coffee, a tea, something smooth to go down, maybe toss some Baileys in there, and enjoy. Cause I was born a water baby, Swimming with these times The grooves that turn the gray to sunshine Cause I will live through days that break me Swimming with these times The grooves that turn the gray to sunshine Don't you worry, uh Two leaves won't grow the same And people might forget your name Doesn't matter if they do don't you hurry uh, When the hot coffee pours will stain And when the Uber left you in the rain The time will come around to you Despite the stress of spending so much time alone Cause this geography is keeping me at home When I don't know the way to go I move with the flow of this running water this running water uh. Cause I was born a water baby Swimming with these times The grooves that turn the grey to sunshine Cause I will live through days that break me Swimming with these times The 
grooves that turn the gray to sunshine. So I, I hope, I'm sorry to disrupt your relaxation, but I hope you enjoyed that sample of Tom Mish. His album again is called Geography. I'd recommend listening to it if you got any streaming services or if you want to pick it up on iTunes or whatever, just a, a nice feel good album. Now we want to talk about one of the places that we got to visit recently, food. Food is one of our, our central pieces here. And mm -hmm. we got to go to a fancy, gourmet, classy, super high end version of hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny, eh? Gulp. <laughs> well, you can get for two bucks, two fifty. Yep. It's a little yeah, yeah. It's premium. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. So it's a place called Fancy Frank's, mm -hmm. uh, and Fancy Frank's is a gourmet hot dog location that's in the city. They started out with one. There was actually a period mm -hmm. a few years ago that a bunch of gourmet hot dog places were popping up. Yeah. And after a few, if any of you are into economy and stuff like that, after the shakeout phase, mm -hmm. where only the best, the best stick around, mm -hmm. Fancy Frank's was left standing. Yeah. They survived and are expanding. Nice. So they're not just, not only did they just survive, but they're getting bigger. And a lot of the reason why I feel like they're getting bigger is because they have a multicultural approach yeah. to their topics. Yeah. So unlike some of the other crazy hot dog places, yes, you can throw various different types mm -hmm. of ketchup and mustard and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of the hot dogs at Fancy Franks, Fancy Franks are Ethnically themed, yeah. so Latin themed. Yeah. One is Korean themed. Yeah. Another one is Californian, which is like a Californian salad on top of a hot dog. Yeah. Another one's French, so like French cheeses yeah. and stuff like that. So you, you're able to have a bit of a, a journey. Exactly. Yeah. Again, it's almost a commentary on Toronto itself. Exactly. You can take a trip around Toronto. So what what, what did you have? We had the francophone. Yeah, did you try it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, so the francophone again. You'll you'll hear a little bit of with our visit, but the francophone was like the ooeyest, gooeyest, most delicious cheeses on top of a hot dog with like a mayonnaise mm -hmm. Dijon topping. Yeah. On it, and it just was ah oh, smooth would be the word I'd say. Yeah. Like, so we had the Coney Island as well, which mm -hmm. was more of a uh, a chili dog, mm -hmm. and that was good, but that was more of a straightforward like New York chili dog style. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit, a little bit more on the, I wouldn't say spicy, but on that spice side, mm -hmm. the francophone was just this smooth, good, it's, it was the Tom Mish of hot dogs. Yeah. It was the adult contemporary hot so, dog. So you know what I think they need to do? I think they need to, to get a, get a truck. Yes. Uh, I don't know if they have a truck. I should ask them, yes. Yeah, I think they need to get a truck because I feel as, as, they, as, as, as they're expanding, they are doing something different. Yeah, it's it's a take on burgers, but a hot dog style. Because a burger right. and a hot dog are two different things. Yes, they are. But but they're using the burger formula, you know, all the burger places. Yes, yeah, them. yeah, like the funky burger, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And they're taking the burger formula and applying it to hot dogs, which is great. But I don't think people are catching on to it yet. No, not as much as well, the it, burger. Well, it, it was pretty busy when we were there. Like, and this was in Cabbage Town. No, yeah, and, and I don't disagree. It's busy. Yeah. That's why they're expanding. I'm yeah. saying the. The hot dog movement. Yeah, the hot dog movement. Yes. Yeah, you, like you coined it, exactly. Yes, you, you would say that there's a, a potential movement. Because when you think of hot dog, you think street meat. I do. That's the corner down exactly. there. Exactly. You don't think about Fancy Frank. No. But if you're walking by and you see Fancy Frank, that's the first thing you go like. I would be interested, yes, and then I'd go for it. So, which is why I think they need a food truck. Cause, mm -hmm. Because if people are, whenever you think of hot dog, you're thinking street meat. Yes. Start from going back to that primal sort of, okay, here's a Fancy Frank. Yes. 
and then you can direct them to your storefront. I think that's what yeah, I got. So you're you're saying it would function as a, an advertisement, yeah. and also just an opportunity for people yeah. to enjoy because yeah. these were amazing. Like they yeah. had a, I tried a Greek one. I tried you the microphone. Maybe, maybe you don't need all your entire menu on the truck. Yes, yes, but some of your the best the sellers. Fancy smashy. Yeah, you know, the, the fry the poutine. One. Oh, oh my God. gosh, because cool. that's something that we weren't. The egg just. Oh, so uh, uh, you'll hear it on the actual episode. But what the uh, or our visit, but what the the fancy smancy was was a poutine that had a Korean influence to it. So it had Korean beef in it, it had cheese curds, it had gravy, and it had an egg on top of it. And this thing, number one, it was a brick of food. So yeah. I would challenge anybody just to eat one in full. Yeah, full. That, actually, maybe I wouldn't want to challenge you. It might be a bad idea. Yeah. But it was really, really heavy, but really, yeah. really good. It was yeah. a different take. They, they had kimchi involved yeah. in some of their hot, their hot dogs as yeah. well. So again, I feel like their strength is in the multicultural yeah. hot dog embracing piece because yeah. that's what we love here. That's what yeah. we, lo we love about the city. Yeah. So here's a, a little bit of taste of our of our visit to, to Fancy Frank's. And uh, oh, one other thing I want to mention is when on our on our YouTube video, we have a YouTube channel, so you can you can see how the food's made as well. Somebody commented that it looked like the, uh, the the chef may have been under a little bit of influence when he was there. I don't know if he was. I don't think he was. I think he was just a chill guy. But um, that would definitely make all the food taste better. So yeah. you know, I yeah. I, I, it's, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But at the same time. Um, I think he was a very laid-back, cool guy, and yeah. uh, I think it was a misconception. But I thought it was funny that that's uh, yeah. that's what they thought. So if I'm if I'm ever too relaxed, I'll just so. remind people that no, I'm I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> Not after July first. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Things may change after July first. Yes, yes. But uh, uh, but anyways, this is our our visit of Fancy Frank's. We really appreciated it. Eddie was awesome, and your hot dogs are amazing. Here's a visit. Oh my God. Mm. Ah, is that the best poutine I've ever had? Hey everyone, we're heading into Fancy Franks today. And Kida, do you know what we're gonna have? We're having the Coney Island, the Francophone, and the Fancy Smancy. And are you excited about it? I am so excited, the carnivore and me are just ready. I'm super hyped about this place too, so let's go. My name is Rebecca. I'm Ankita. And, and here's, here's what, what we, we dig. dig. Yes, boss. We are at Fancy Frank's, which is the corner of Carlton and Parliament. Now, Fancy Frank's is not one of your everyday hot dog places. This is a hot dog place that is fancy. It does everything big. Hairs, nails, top notch, huge. Coming here is almost like taking a trip around the world and throwing it on top of a hot dog. They use Japanese panko, they use Greek spices, they use Korean, so you've basically gone throughout the world. This is the Marco Polo of hot dogs. So the style of hot dog is Coney Island style hot dogs. And that's what really makes it unique. It brings New York to Toronto and then throws the world on top of it. Our big owner, like the big owner of the franchise, his name is Angelo. He brought this idea, so he traveled to the U.S. between Detroit, New York, Los Angeles, everywhere like to, to get a little bit of ideas right there. And then he brought the, this idea here to Toronto. Now we brought gourmet hot dog, which is a little bit fancy, a little bit, little bit crazy, 
Like you, you will have your dream dog in here in Fancy Franks. What I love about this place is it's for everybody. It's for grown-ups, it's for kids, it's for vegetarians, it's for meatitarians that want to double down on their meat. It's for people who love worldly flavors or just a straightforward hot dog flavor as well. How do we find this place? We were actually filming a location close to here not too long ago and really enjoyed there, but also noticed that there was this place nearby. We then found out that they're actually really well known and there's many locations throughout the city. From there, we were completely hooked and we love their variety. So whether you're in the East End, in Cabbage Town, West End, in College Street, Ossington, straight downtown, if you want a hot dog that takes it six levels above that street meat, come down to Fancy Frank's. Try one of their Coney Island hot dogs. Try that Francophone hot dog. Try that fancy smancy poutine and enjoy your food. So what are we having today? So today we're having, the, first of all, the Coney Island. It's a classic hot dog. It has a hot dog with 100% beef, house-made chili, a little bit of chopped onions, and a mustard. And it tastes amazing. <laughs> From all that chili in there, it's really meaty, but different textures of meat, which is really interesting. And the mustard on top of it gave an extra kick that I love because I do love mustard. I feel like the, the chili really adds to the taste. You get like, you know, double the meat. <laughs> and it's kind of nice to have the sausage, the chili, the nice tang of mustard um, all mixed together. In second, we have the francophone. The francophone is a, is a good hot dog with, with a bunch of cheeses. It has the horseradish cheddar and has smoked rear and squeaky curds with our honey Dijon mayo and a little bit of scallion. It, a, good, like a, a good taste on that dog. It has a vegetarian option, which is people, they're gonna appreciate that. <laughs> the francophone was my favorite. It was um, the perfect combination of a really savory meat with a very mild combination of flavors. I could feel all the flavors, uh, the soft bread, the cheese, the meat. It was a nice combination. When you taste it, it melts in your mouth. So I would say it's a really good choice for those who love cheese and who want a light bite. It's still a hot dog, but it feels really light and really nice. And thirdly we're gonna have the fancy schmancy poutine. One of the craziest poutine on the menu. The poutine has obviously fries, squeaky curds, gravy with our cream beef ribs, grilled onions and one fried egg. And I will challenge anybody like to have two, two of those in the same time. <laughs> wow. The Finchy Smancy poutine is a poutine that I've never ever tasted before. Uh, it is really fresh because there's ginger and onion in it, but at the same time it's really Canadian because it's still a poutine, but with a Korean touch, which makes it really, really, really interesting and original. We, we popped the egg a little bit. It was nice and runny on, on the fries, and it was absolutely delicious. Like, I don't know how can I go back to eat normal poutine right now. <laughs> So a really interesting thing about Fancy Franks is that they offer a vegetarian option for almost every item on the menu. Also, the fact that they cook it separately from the rest of the meat is something really unique about them. And how's this for Food for Thought? So Eddie, how did you start your relationship with Frank? Well, like, I've been uh, 
friends with Tim. He's one of the owners here in Fancy Frank's Parliament for so many years. And uh, I worked with him before in uh, clubs. And then uh, when, when he had this idea of Fancy Frank's Parliament, the new store here, so he's like, because I'm his friend and then he, I worked with him before and then he knows like I'm a good worker. So he offered me this job and then just like, I didn't say no, you know, because he's my friend first. I like working with him. We respect each other's and that's the best. That's awesome. That's awesome. Fancy Franks has expanded in the city. Why would you say it's done so well? I would say from a personal like opinion. First, because a hot dog, like I, w I would like to try a new hot dogs, like a new like spices, new like uh, toppings, new things. And you know, the city is like they like fast food. Like here in North America, they like fast food a lot. And then the idea to bring like something creative and something like special, not not like usual, will make the city like try to to try everything, you know. Other than that, is it's gourmet. And if you make it like so so like amazing, and then it tastes good, of course people they're gonna come back. So people have so many dietary concerns today. What kind of uh, options do people have when they come here? So our options is like so simple. We don't want to make it complicated for the menu, but we have the vegetarian dogs, and then we have the veggie gravy as well, and uh, normal dogs, which is a full cut of chilled meat, like uh, beef, 100% beef, no other things. Um, so what's your favorite dog here? Like for me, uh, I've been recently now vegetarian, so I would prefer the francophone veggie. And with, with the onion rings, it's gonna be awesome. So that was our visit to Fancy Frank's. Again, highly recommended. They're throughout the city. So they're east, west, central, downtown. Uh, the one we visited was in Cabbage Town, but just really good if you're looking for kind of a, a little bit of a unique snack or mm -hmm. unique meal, hit it up. They also have milkshakes, had a bunch of other stuff that's there too. So you got kids, very conducive to many different options. But uh, thank you for joining us this week. This is, uh, this is uh, as always, it's an awesome opportunity for us to talk about our city, about great food. If you want to find out more or see our food, we have a YouTube channel, which is uh, under What We Dig Today. If you look at under uh, YouTube, we also have a website called www.whatwedigtoday that'll show you a map of Toronto and all the locations we visited. We are well over 60 places now that we visited all together, so if you're looking for great food. We're also on Instagram, Twitter, all the other major social media, so if you want to get a taste of us there, yeah. reach out to us there. If you have suggestions, hit us up there. Exactly. Comment on your feelings on the Reese's Pieces, comment on your feelings of Toronto being the best city in Canada yep. for food. Yeah. Uh, you know, feel free to comment on there. But uh, otherwise, my name's Laird. I'm Rafi. And we will see you next time.